Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben and this is the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast. Hey family, I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is a bonus episode of Season 5. Now in this episode, I have a big chat with Evo from the Cairns Barbecue Classic. This is the promoter who's working behind the scenes to put on the biggest competition that Australia has seen outside of the Invitational. Yes, this is the guy that's saying he's going to put on a $50,000 prize pool in July in 2020 in Cairns. He contacted me and said, mate, I want to get the word out about my competition. I said, great, I'm going to put you on the spot. He said, no worries, let's do it. So in this interview, I got him on the phone, put the questions to him. It was really interesting how he handled it all, pulled it all together and really painted a picture of what's coming up for us in July. So grab yourself something to eat, something to drink and if you're scrolling around looking for Christmas presents, head on over to the Smoking Hot Confessions shop. We've got tumblers, t-shirts, sticker packs, hoodies, all sorts of good gear in there. Check that out and let's hear from Evo about Cairns 2020. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Hey folks, this is really cool and really exciting. I've got Evo from the Cairns Barbecue Classic here. This is the competition that you've heard about. It's been rattling around the socials like crazy the last couple of days. This is the $50,000 4th of July competition up in far north Queensland, but we're going to get into more of that a bit later on. Evo, mate, welcome to the confessional. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Uh, first time um, interviewee, but long time listener. Oh, mate, that's that's fantastic. I'll I'll try and be gentle. <laughs> so, mate, tell us uh, first of all a bit of background about yourself and how you got into barbecue. All right. Well, um, I'm one of those that transitioned from being a chef, being told I talk too much into sales, and then going back into the love of cooking again, and found an, a passion never knew I had in barbecue. And um, for the last probably sort of three or four years, it's just sort of trialling different things, trying different barbecues and that sort of stuff. And I found I've got a, a real passion when it comes to low and slow. Beautiful. So what kind of uh, training did you have as a chef? Are you like French trained? What uh, what sort of background you got there? Nothing flash like that. I did a school-based apprenticeship back when I was in the school just to be a chef and did me four years, realised that, uh, that there really isn't any life to it whatsoever. And, um, you know, you don't get holidays, like you don't get weekends or anything like that. And basically uh, I figured out what wasn't for me <laughs> pretty quickly. Fair enough. Love the food, love cooking, but not so much the uh, the lifestyle around it. That's right. I support the beard and the belly, so perfect barbecue. Yeah, man. I, I hear that. I used to teach high school. I love teaching. I love uh, I love helping people. Not a fan of being in a high school. <laughs> yeah. So uh, give us a bit of a background then on uh, on the on the Cairns Barbecue Classic. Tell us all about that. All right. Well, it, it started off with an idea. Uh, Boris and myself, one of the other committee members, were at Justin's uh, Townsville Barbecue Battle last year. We were judges at the event. That's a beautiful festival. Oh, yeah. It was a first-time experience for us and it was really sort of the next sort of stepping stone for us, which was, you know, what what's the next step? Um, Boris and I, we've been mates for years. We started up our own Facebook page called Anything Barbecue and More, and it's the, it's the biggest Facebook page in Cairns for barbecue. We've got over 1,100 local members in there. And... Um, we, we were actually sitting under a palm tree at the Townsville barbecue battle and Boris looked at me and said, do you think we could ever pull something like this off? And I looked at him and I said, mate, I really don't think we've got the networking skills to be able to do something like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we thought about it a little bit longer, like, yeah, right. Anyway, we came back to Cairns and at that time I was working at Barbecues Galore at that stage and uh, I was working with another fellow there named Mitchell. And Mitchell, who was also the project manager to our committee, called me one afternoon and said, look, Evan, my mate Alex is the uh, CEO for Cairns Chamber of Commerce. 
he's uh, seen all the everything going on, on Facebook and all the hype and everything like that and loves a good barbecue and wants to know if we'd be interested in forming a team to try and get this off the ground. I said, yeah, why not? If, you know, let's 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 have a look at it. Anyway, uh, I was I was over at another mate's house. Uh, her name's Chloe, and I said to Chloe, I said I've been asked to organise a barbecue battle. At that stage, Chloe was sort of only just getting into lower so She'd bought a trader. She was picking my brain daily for information and that sort of stuff, and I don't. We were hanging crap on her because she had a trogar. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with a trogar. Um, we were just hanging crap on her. And I said, look, um, I've been asked to, to form a team, I guess, an A-team. And I said, look, would you be interested in being the treasurer, you know, the person to say no when we want to spend money? And she laughed. She goes, I think it's more prerogative to do something like that. I said, well, you know, so bang, they, the committee was formed after that. So uh, we didn't really have a name, and I've spoken to Travis from TB2 Smokers, and uh, woo, go Trav, go the kettle co. And um, Trav turned around and said, "What are you going to call us?" And I've got no idea. Anyway, he had a couple of names there, and anyway, in amongst the names was the Cairns Barbecue Classic. The minute I said it, the first thing the committee said was, "Well, you know, you could play do a play on words here." It's the beef on the reef because predominantly Cairns is known for its roof. And this is a barbecue battle, battle about the beef, beef on the reef. So, bang, we had a catchphrase in the title straight away after that. So that's basically how it got started. And then uh, I'd met Rachel and a couple of the other guys from the ABA down at Townsville. And I, I said to Rachel, I said, look, Rachel, what do we need to, to get something like this going? She sent me some information. She said, this is what you need to do. She said, I'll let you know here. If you're going to get the guys to come from south to Cairns, you've got to make it bigger and better and better. You know, you've got to put yourselves on the map. You've got to go big for this, which is where the prize money came about. Um, three of the committee members are all BDMs in their real life and networking and the, all that sort of stuff. So their, their job, their roles are to basically chase work, chase businesses and that sort of stuff. So it was very easy for them to run out and get sponsorship. It actually didn't take very long at all. And we were actually surprised on how quickly we could get some of the, the bigger guys on board. We haven't announced it yet. We're sort of keeping that sort of up our sleeves at the moment. There's a little bit of a, uh, a lead further closer into it, we're going to lead in a bit more with who's the naming sponsor and major sponsors and that sort of stuff. Um, just to keep the suspense going, because at the moment we've been chasing the team registration, getting people to come in and do the, the pre-registration to sort of jump the queue, so to speak. So um, they went out and got the sponsorship and bang, we were, we were on the way. So the fun part after that, Ben was going in organising the T's and C's, the forms, you know, because you, you need to have T's <laughs> and C's for even being a, a spectator in the event with Sam Fenner. And the risk management plans and the insurances and everything else that comes along with it, you know. All the, all the fun stuff. It's riveting stuff. I like to call it <laughs> character building. <laughs> so um, last week, oh, probably about yeah, last week, we opened up the pre-registrations for the teams. Just, um, you know, we, you know, you want to jump the queue, so to speak. You want to get in early, do your team, do put your um, your expression of interest in early, you'll get your forms in early and, and go from there. So the, the official launch date for the team's opening is on uh, the 1st of December. But anybody that's obviously pre-registered before that gets everything first and they jump the queue sort of thing. Yeah, sure. That's... That's awesome. And so you've already had a fantastic response to that. I've had 45 teams pre-register already. <laughs> that's that, that's eight months out. Yeah, I know. And we haven't even offered it to any of the local crews yet. Like we've had a couple of local teams apply, but we haven't actively targeted any local teams. Um, it's just been simply word of mouth. Actually, if we've got time for a quick shout-out, shout-out to Dan White. You've been a, a great help, mate. <laughs> You're listening. <laughs> yeah. 
He uh, he 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 pub- he shared a few of your posts around. I saw him do it. Uh, I've been being told, not directly but indirectly, that he's been a great supporter of <laughs> of the canned barbecue classic. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't mind putting in some miles. He'll he'll jump in the car to, like tonight, and he'll be there, you know, by uh, in sort of thirty six hours time. I got to meet him. And uh, and Chris Davy in Townsville. Good when guys. They, Good guys. Yeah, they came to Townsville to do a masterclass, um, and I love the masterclasses. I'll, I'll take any opportunity I can to go and learn more. And uh, the boys were a wealth of knowledge. Like it, it, it's it was refreshing because the first one I went to, Travis and Tanya did it with Drew from Cairns Barbecue Company, mm-hmm. and. It was great. They had the the guys from Double Barrel Smokers there. Double Barrel. Double Barrel. Uh, yeah. yeah, and um, the it was great. I, I learned so much. It, you know, it was my first one. Um, then when uh, they announced the second masterclass, I just instantly hand up. Yep, done. And um, the, the boys are great. You know, like down to earth. You know, they're not. You know, they're very humble about what they do. You know, they, they enjoy the fact that not only are they teaching, but, you know, like they, they just come across as normal people, you know, where you usually would think, uh, uh, I, I won't talk to him because, you know, I'm probably wasting his time. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very cool. So this is – so you've you, you've said that, you're, uh, that your co-founders are all BDMs. You've gone out. You've secured the sponsorship. So this isn't one of those things where like a, a, a promoter puts out this claim and then has the next couple of months to to back it up. This is this is done, this is locked in, this is a fifty thousand dollar prize purse. Well, that's what we had to sign up with the ABA before they even sanctioned us. And um, and basically when we filled out the forms, we put the we listed the prize money in there. And um, and, and Rachel approved us for a championship series round first off the bat. Not like the normal, you usually start a committee, do a light battle, you find your way and then do a championship series. She gave it to us straight off the bat. Um, so big shout out to Rachel. Couldn't thank you, for, thank you enough for your help. You know, you've been awesome. Um, and mate, basically, yeah, we, we didn't want to be one of those promoters that promised the world and deliver nothing. So we made sure that as soon as we, um, we got our paperwork and we made sure we had all our ducks in the row straight away. Mate, that is so exciting. I think that the biggest competition to date has been the Invitational this year, which I think was also a, a $50,000 prize purse. And it drew, um, I think there was five international teams. I, I wasn't actually there myself in person. But I, I believe it was five international teams. So, are you looking at at, at at drawing some international teams to Far North Queensland? We have had one international team apply already. <gasps> Can you tell us who it is? I'm just trying to look it up now for you. So I've got that information. Bear with me. I've had I've got to filter through. I've got a lot of people that have um, applied. I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I've copped a lot of criticism on it as well. It's it's kind of bold, mm. and it, it's been disappointing because you know uh, it, it's such a wonderful thing to be involved in, which is barbecue, and and all we really want to do is is bring put cans on the map, and and have them have people come to cans as a mecca, because not only us, but I'm hoping that the teams that are competing competing in cans. Will also compete in Townsville, you know, and and then we sort of start to stage it where these big guys that are coming up, um, not only compete in Cairns but compete Townsville wherever they need to compete, you know. Ah, how does that line um, up time-wise? At the moment, we're two weeks, nearly two, probably a bit over two weeks to Justin's, <coughs> um, but we were hoping to be. The week after, there was a – how do you put it nicely? There was a few hiccups there which sort of didn't make it happen. Okay. So we went with we, – uh, we wanted to go out on our own. We went with July 4th. Yep. And, you know, we've kind of gone tribute to Independence Day, July 4th, you know. So um, 
that's what we're doing this year and probably further down the track in the next couple of years, we might be able to have a battle a bit closer to Justin's. So it's sort of the teams that want to go and compete in Townsville, it's only five days away before they have to compete in, the, in Cairns. Yeah, yeah. But um, at, at the present time, um, we're just sort of going our own way at the moment, mm. sort of moving forward with it. But it's something that we'd like to do. That would be very cool. Turn it into like a far north Queensland road trip. Some uh, some 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 sunshine, some ocean breeze in the middle of winter for everybody else. You guys don't That's even right. know what winter feels like. No, um. it's hotter, hotter in Cairns, eh? <laughs> um, the hardest part for us, I think, was um, I had aspirations of doing like a King of the North. It made me sort of sense it. Also, like, if you competed in Townsville and Cairns, you, know, you had an opportunity to sort of pull your points. And, uh, oh, interesting. And do something. Logistically, it wasn't going to work this year, but I'm hoping that um, next year or in the future, there'll be something that we can look at doing and, and offering. So um, I've got Jared McDonald here, and he's from Hamilton, New Zealand. The Octopits, yeah. Yeah, so they've applied. Very cool. And they've paid their registrations. I'm just trying to find out a little bit more information for you. Sorry, there's a lot here trying to um, trying to filter through. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. So you mentioned before that there's been a bit of um, a bit of shall we say skepticism in the in the scene about this. There's there's been two attempts that I'm aware of to to put a comp on in cans in the past, and they and they've just sort of amounted to nothing what did you sort of learn from those like from their experiences a lot of it comes down to preparation i've I've learned um and i've learned more after sort of kicking off with this than before as well so i've learned that nine months really isn't enough time not for a first battle (laughs) Um, a, a first-time battle really does need that preparation beforehand. They really need to have a, a rock-solid committee in place. I'm just lucky that my committee members are my best friends in real life. Yep. So, um, you know, when, we, when we're doing – there's not too much um, argy-bargy going on because we're all mates. But, you know, normally in, in, when you form a committee, you've usually got those guys that are, you know, I want to do it this way. I want to do it that way sort of thing. So you, you really do need those building blocks, those foundations there uh, before before kicking off. And you really want to make sure because they don't really hand you a, a book that says, here, this is everything you need to uh, to run your own championship series. Um, you, you, you've got to really pay attention to the final points right down to even some vendor registration making sure that the, the, t- the people that are coming along are compliant in every aspect. The rules and regulations for even doing gas, electricity, like electricity and all that sort of stuff is very stringent and the local councils want to know that that's all covered. Yeah. So um, the, the, the paperwork side of things is what sort of weighs you down. Like the, the event on the day, this is a successful event, is fantastic and the vibe's right there. But the nitty-gritty involvement into it, like even right the way down to your, your risk management plan for your public liability. You, you probably only need it for the three days of the year, but, you know, it's not something that they'll give you nine months out. It's something that they'll give you maybe two or three months out from the event. And, and but you see councils want it straight away. Oh, right. Okay. So, you know, they've got a list of things that they want and they need it yesterday. So, you can either align with uh, with someone that sort of is used to working with council and have got those public liabilities and they pay them yearly, or if you go on your own, then you've got to make sure that you've got all that squared away and teed up and, and signed off on, which is hard for a non-for-profit because we are a non-for-profit. You know, yeah. we, won't make, we won't make a dollar out of this. All funds raised to go into Drought Angels and a local mental health charity called Kick On. Um, and... You know, and it's hard work, mate, because, you know, you've got to make sure your budgets are in place, you know, you've got everything allocated, 
you've got to make sure that you've dotted all your I's and crossed all your T's. Otherwise, it, it just you're just setting yourself up for a nightmare. Yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. And individual councils have all sorts of all different individual rules. So I know that um, that the Burley Barbecue Competition down here, one of the uh, one of the things that the punters used to get upset about was the fact that we could never give them some of the food that we were cooking at the at the competition because the Gold Coast City Council had said, listen, if you want to give food to the public, then every single team has to have a food license and it's at least $1,000 to start applying. Yeah, same in cans. Per team. Yeah, same in cans. So unfortunately, no one will be able to sample it. However, we're doing, um, we're doing something a little bit different in the cans. We're doing a VIP block party. So it's a party inside of a family fund that. Cool. And um, and what will happen is a lot of the sponsors will get tickets to this event and um, there'll be an opportunity there where we we'll, because we're aligning with Triple M and Southern Cross Media for this event, there'll be an opportunity there to be able to give a couple of the tickets away to some of the local people as well. Um, we, we've got a big name coming to Cairns for us. He, he hasn't put pen to paper yet, so I won't mention who it is. But he's coming to do five masterclasses on stage with us and part of the VIP block party will be that they'll get to sample and try some of the the pre-prepared food that he's put together. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, so we've got a little pop-up restaurant going for that that night. It'll be the Cairns Barbecue Classic, so the CBC Bar and Grill. And they'll be catering for the block party and also for anyone inside that wants to come in as well. We'll have vendors there as well from all walks of life there working as well. So, you know, people will get to appreciate that, but we'll also have the teams competing as well to try and take out some of the prize money. Yeah, sounds fantastic. Sounds like you got all the bases covered for the public there. Is there going to be um, like live music and stuff? Yeah, so we're, it's yet to be confirmed, but we're, we're working on a, uh, a a big name to come to Cairns. We will have a few local bands in between playing as well, but we're, we're working on a major draw card at the moment to come to Cairns. Mm, I'll be very curious to see who that is when you announce it. Definitely. So we, we've obviously got a fair bit up our sleeve, but that's just to build suspense and sort of, you know, create – uh, a little bit more hype than what we've already got going. Well, yeah, and you need to uh, sort of hold on to some of those some of those announcements just to make good social media content over the next couple of months to keep people talking about it. Definitely, because as you know, it doesn't take long for things to go stale. No, no, you absolutely want, want to avoid that. So, tell me about Definitely. the about the venue. Right. So at the moment, we're working with Kansas City. Cairns Regional Council for Fogarty Fountain Park. Um, it's we've been advised that if we go over forty teams, that that probably won't be a uh, good location anymore, and they'll probably have to find somewhere bigger for us. Um, which is why we had all full intentions of capping it at forty teams, but with the amount of pre-registrations we've had before we've even opened up the official registrations. Um, I'm nervous to knock people away only because I'm nervous that we'll get blowback from it. You so said, You said 45 have pre-registered. Yeah. Wow. You're going to yeah. need a bigger venue. <laughs> I, I definitely think so. Um, out of the top 10, I, I, I can unofficially say that we've had inquiry from the top four. Okay. Yep. Um, and, you know, nothing pen to paper yet from the top one, but I've heard rumours that they're interested in coming to Cairns. Very cool. Um, and I would love to have them in Cairns because uh, I've been following the boys for a long time now and, you know, you know it would be awesome to have a draw card like that in Cairns. I've um, I've just had a quick look at, at, at Fogarty Park on the uh, Google Maps here. You're sort of right on the point near, like right near the water. Right near the water. So if we had a typhoon or anything like that, You'd be oh. the first people to get wet. <laughs> don't say that. No, we don't get typhoons in Cairns. We we get cyclones, but it's, that's not cyclone season in July. Oh, very good. I've heard that. Uh, I've heard that as long as the month doesn't have an R in the name, then you're fine. 
predominantly it's into our wet season, so it's usually between November and February, sort of bordering into March is where it's classified as cyclone season. Right. But I've grown up here all my life and the rule of thumb is unless it's a Category 5 cyclone, it's not a real cyclone. Oh, okay. And, then, and not to quote Carl Barron, but, you know, if you chain yourself to your fridge, at least you got you can protect the beer, you know, if yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to have your priorities right. That's right. So just 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 looping back to the venue, will you be putting yeah. on things like uh, like hot showers and toilets and things and uh, for the competitors? So there are toilets there. Uh, I would have to go and double check with the, the shower facilities, but we were going to try and organise um, toilets for the, the competitors anyway. Um, where it's located, where it's situated, there's a couple of, of the um, hotels there as well that want to get on board too. So there, there'll probably be an opportunity there to try and work something out for the teams. I'm working towards it not being out of pocket for any of the guys, so making sure that they can be fed while they're there, somewhere to sleep uh, and that sort of stuff so that when they get there that that's one less thing they have to worry about because they're travelling a long way to Cairns. Yeah, yeah. So we want to make sure that the the guys don't have to worry about ever wanting for anything. Yep, yep. Um, so the, the plan will be, look, I'm working, I've just had to apply for my community liquor licence. Um, the, the plan is, unless I get told no, but the plan is to have the entire venue um, to be able to consume alcohol. So uh, as long as everybody respects the ABA uh, rules and code of conduct, um, we're more than happy for people to have a beverage or two. But I'm just, we're sort of just asking that everyone brings common sense with them as well and, you know, and, and not silliness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, always. But, but, but the idea would be that basically they, they would have to want for nothing. So when they come come to Cairns, they know that um, they can have a hot shower, they can have a hot meal, they can have a beverage, you know, and, you know, they can have got somewhere to sleep and it doesn't affect them too much. You know, it's not too much of a, a shock to the system. No, and, and just looking at, at Fogarty Park there, you've got the Shangri-La Hotel, You've got the Pullman Reef Hotel that I stayed that I, I stayed in about a year ago, and it was really nice. And they're all less than a block away from Fogarty Park, so teams could, like, if, if they didn't want to, you know, sleep in swags on the site, they could uh, book a book a hotel room and have a really really flash digs and take turns to stoke the fires and all that sort of stuff. You could throw a rock and hit just about half a dozen places there. So you've also got. The Hilton, you've got the Reef Hotel Casino, you've got Pacific International, you've got um, there's so many along the Esplanade there. Like you could literally throw a rock and hit a hotel, and yeah. and a lot of them are fully aware of what we're doing as well and are wanting to get involved. So we're working with a lot of them for Contra. So obviously, instead of sponsorship money, like you know, you know, can you give us some accommodation? How many rooms can you put up and that sort of stuff and. No, and to see what we can do with that sort of thing. So we're working heavily with them for Contra. Very interesting. Maybe tie that in with the VIP package and um, sell that to, to draw some of the public in from interstate as well. Definitely. Definitely something we could look at doing. Very cool. So what have you still got to, to organise between now and July? Uh, but I've still got, obviously, I'm still chasing sponsors, event sponsors. So di- different parts of the event. So uh, we're chasing, obviously, people to do stage production, that sort of stuff. Um, we're, we're doing community. You know, we've decided that we're going to go to all the butcher shops in Cairns. Because we're going to be de- ra- trying to raise as much money as we can for charity, we're asking for donations to be raffled off on the event. So a lot of the butchers are putting up meat trays and obviously not giving us meat trays but vouchers for meat trays yep. to be to be auctioned off. Or I shouldn't say auctioned, I need to say raffled. Yeah, um, raffled, yeah. And, and, and what we're doing there is we're asking the, the first place sponsors as well to put up a barbecue of serious weight to be uh, raffled off as well. So, you know, we've, we've approached... So far, we've approached three out of the five barbecue companies in Cairns. We've got five divisions, 
and um, we're just saying, well, look, you know, if you can help us by donating a, a significant barbecue of, of stature, you know, we'll apply that as contra towards some of the sponsorship here as well. So it's not as much out of pocket for them because a lot of the, the local barbecue companies are only small small companies. Yeah, yeah. Like um, like a special mention to Drew White from Cairns Barbecue Company. You know, the, you know, Drew's the storeman, the salesman, the receptionist, the delivery guy, the you know, the whole lot, the purchasing officer, you know, the whole lot. So um you know, you really can't walk up to someone like him and go, hey, Drew, how big's your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going to go, mate, if you can go back to your, your suppliers and, and mate, they can come to the party with something of significant weight, then obviously that's going to absorb what we need in sponsorship because that itself will be a draw card. So, you know, someone like Drew could set up a stall there and have all his gear on display and then someone's there spruiking the raffles all day and half the day's talking about how what Pecan's Barbecue Company has donated for the event. So it generates a lot of work there for him. People will go and see him. We've got a major draw card coming to do the master classes at, at Fogarty and he's going to obviously be telling, showing people your everyday blue-collar worker Look, this is how easy it is to do pulled pork, you know. And you know, they go and see Drew. They go and buy a barbecue, buy some charcoal, buy some smoking wood, some spices, some sauces. You know, helps helps Drew out. You know, Drew, and all of a sudden Drew's doing a little bit better as a small business owner as well. Mate, you, know, you have got it, some real salt of the earth, just great barbecue people up there. I've met Drew a couple of times now. I've I've spent a bit of time with Travis. You got some top people up there in the in the north oh, end. Definitely. Mate, and we're all working towards the common goal. We're trying to support the butchers who support our farmers who are the backbone of this country. You know, and with you know, without the butchers, and it'd be losing the farmers. Every home needs a butcher, every home needs a farmer. So for for getting the local butchers involved, local smoking companies involved. Like, and, you know, and the friendships that you forge, like, I love going to Townsville. You know, the Michael Rich from Riverway Meats. You've got Raj from Barbecues Galore. You've got um, Fat Boys um, in Townsville. You've got Ryland Barbecue Obsession. Um, you know, like, the, the people that I've met, like, you know, I always bump into Brenda from Ryland's at every masterclass, you know, and, oh, G'day, Evo, how are you going? Yeah, good, Brenda, how are you? You know, like it's like nothing's ever changed, you know, and the the, the friendships you forge throughout the, the community is fantastic. You know, up until getting involved in this, as I said, I've got my own, I'm a co-founder to a Facebook page with Boris uh, called Anything Barbecue and More, and, and we're all about showcasing what the local butchers have on on sale, you know, because if you want something in particular, you go to that butcher shop, you know, and you showcase what they do best. So, um, you know, for us, it's it's those grassroots that, that have brought us all together. And it's just giving back to those that are in the community. I went to a one-on-one masterclass with Brian Family Butchers last week. And what I learned in that one-on-one masterclass, and that wasn't for anything in particular, he just wanted to show me this particular cut and how he dresses it and what he does to it. I was that appreciative to it. I did a little video for him and put it up on the page just to say thank you for the appreciation, you know, but it's it's those people that give up their time, you know, very valuable time to help you succeed. I can remember first starting out and I was only just starting to get to know Drew and he was working on a competition glaze. Anyway, he dropped me off a jar. He met me up the road from my house and dropped me off a jar. I was doing beef ribs. No, I was doing pork ribs first time ever. And he said, trust me, these are the bomb. You know, you'll love this glass. And I tasted it and it was fantastic. And I went, I love this. I love, like, you know, I love the people, you know, like who you talk to, who you bump into. I learned very quickly what Fahrenheit is over Celsius, you know, so you can quote both. You know, the scratch test, the you know, the stall, the all that sort of fun stuff. And it's you know, 
I learned that there's a science to everything, you know, and and especially in barbecue. So, you know, I don't forget where I've come from either and I've made it clear to those people that have been there since day one, like Drew and, and Travis and Tanya and, and those people, beautiful people. You know, they're founding members to the page. You know, they help the new guys with inquiry. They share tips. They go through things. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful little group of people there where, you know, everyone supports each other, you know, and we've got one rule on the page and it's no hating, mm. you know, and there's none, you know, and uh, you know, I just love it, you know, and, and that's probably been the driving force because up north here we don't have those sort of barbecue places. Like in Townsville, you know, you've got a lot of those burger places that sort of do a bit of low and slow. Bowley does a fair bit of low and slow as well. You come to Cairns, you've got Lone Stars and uh, Yankee D's <laughs> and those sorts of places that specialise in the American barbecue, but it's still not a major draw card. Now, you know, Aaron from Smoke and Steel does a, a chili dog that I'm just addicted to. And any anybody that sees my post on Facebook, half the time it's me just talking about his chili dog that he does. And when you're up here next, Ben, we'll organise it. You can come and have a hot dog with me, mate. You'll be in heaven. You'll never want to leave. Um, that you know, it's just during being able to to show people that you know we can do this. You know, like you come to Cairns and get involved, and you know, really push a bit more barbecue up this way because I think it's something that's not really at its full potential here in Cairns. Yeah, it's huge, uh... huge in Townsville. Certainly but, got rooms to grow, yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, like Justin, JT from Townsville, NQ Pit Boys Townsville, um, he's got something crazy like 2,500 followers on his page. You know, and, and I love being a part of that too because the, the content is phenomenal. He does a great job in, uh, in, in uh, uh, moderating that group. There's just there's great stuff in there. There's, there's none of the negativity. And uh, it's just wonderful. He's an absolute lone ranger on that. Now, kudos to JT. Um, he's a bit of a mentor of mine. He probably doesn't know, but um, I, I usually pick his brain every now and then and ask him questions and that stuff. Top bloke. And they, um, you know, give the shirt off your back sort of guy. Like I got a lot of respect for the man. And, um, you know, just down to earth, genuine just all around top nice guy and, you know, and he's always got time for you. You know, he, he's got a dance schedule that's busier than anybody I know, but, you know, if he's got five <laughs> minutes, he'll give you five minutes, you know. Yeah, definitely. But no, nah, top, top bloke. I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here for a second. You were mentioning all the uh, the different local butchers and stuff there. What sort yeah. of um, what's more prevalent as a as a local protein? Is it is it more of a pork area or a beef area up there? I would say the inquiry for pork's getting bigger and bigger, and the only reason why I say that is because the the Saint Louisiana pork rib, or the baby back rib, or the the meaty shoulder ribs, are getting harder and harder to get hold of. Now, I know that there's sort of outside the country, there's a lot more going on in regards to sort of pork. But here in Cairns, um, you know, and this is only through Boris and, and a few of the other boys that are butchers and, and sort of getting it because, you know, they've got their own butcher's code, butchers do. So, you know, they're reluctant to talk about this sort of stuff. But, you know, if you get Boris on a good day at a barbecue and getting chatting, he'll, he'll go into a little bit more. Um, they obviously, the reason why I got told that, that pork ribs aren't as meaty up here in Kansas is because they get a lot more for the, the sort of shortcut of the bacon. So they'll oh. try to get, they'll try to get more off the ribs so that they can put more on the bacon and sell the bacon off. So, you know, it depends on, on who you're talking to at the time. Cause usually if they come on special, you'll see the St. Louisiana rib come up and, you know, they're not bad buying, you know, they're, they're, they're fairly juicy, but they're not like the ones you see at the judging competitions because I walked away from Townsville and I said to Boris, I said, 
they're the sort of ribs that I want to cook. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go looking for them. You haven't got a hope in Hades to try and trying to find them. And then they, they sort of told me why, and I went, right, so you've got to sort of pre-request this, then, you know, and then it depends on what they want to do with it or not on what the price is. So you, you take the good with the bad. So I would say that because of the, the, the push for really thick, meaty ribs is probably what's harder to find in the, in the town up here. Well, mate, I think if you started telling the local butchers that you've got 40 people travelling from, you know, several thousand kilometres away that are going to be wanting to order their pork ribs through them, I reckon they'd probably make an exception and cut them nice and thick for you. Well, here's hoping. I'm hoping that, you know, um, that if we can forecast good numbers through the event that, you know, we'll start to see more and more inquiry. The butchers will obviously have to be doing more and more. Their buying power gets better. They're, because their buying power gets better, they can offer a better rate, you know, and then that way, you know, it's trickling right the way back to the farmers supplying the meat, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and they, they certainly need all the help they can get at the moment. Oh, most definitely. Which sort of ties back to what you were saying there before I'm sort of – I'm jumping all over the place now. I'm jumping right back to the start of the interview where you're talking about how this event is for charity. Could you just remind us again what those what those two charities were? So one that's very, very dear to me, which is Drought Angels, um, and the second, which is also, uh, I would say probably up there as well, which is Kick On, which is a local local mental health charity. Tell us about the Drought Angels first. All right. So the Drought Angels, basically, predominantly, they are a non-for-profit. Um, they organise water. Their, their job is to get water to the towns. There's a lot of lot of places out there that obviously can do the they like buy a bale that sort of do a bit of both, but predominantly drought angels specialise in the the water aspect, which is what we wanted to get. We wanted to help raise money to get water to these towns, not just to the farmers, but to these towns, to get get them kicking going again. You know, like at one stage there, I was told through a friend that that Tenworth was almost out of water. Oh, really? You know, yeah, and it was like, wow, that's incredible because, you know, no water, no life. Um, so we really wanted to make sure that, you know, we, we pushed the fact that it wasn't just water but it was infrastructure as well. You know, some, some of those key things that they need, these towns need. Um, and, and that's predominantly what Drought Angels is for and, you know, a lot of people have heard of Drought Angels and they've got a lot of supporters and I, I love them very dearly to me. Sounds like they're um, doing some very, very important stuff. And, mate, they need all the help they can get. Absolutely. And the second one that you mentioned was a local mental health charity? Yeah, called Kick On. We're finding that more and more um, mental health is becoming – it's becoming a bit of an epidemic now. And more and more people are starting to suffer dearly from it, whether it be from depression, anxiety, uh, or, or deeper into more different types of mental health as well. And um, myself, Boris, Chris, Mitch, Chloe, Alex, you know, we've all sort of found each other through barbecue and, and barbecues helped us immensely, you know, get through traumatic times in our own lives because we've all been through something something different that's sort of really tested us um and you know and it's not changing you know i'm seeing more and more of, of friends now you know sort of passing away and that sort of stuff so it was something for me that it was close to home you know i've lost i've lost a good 10 friends due to suicide um wow. And, you know, and, and this is over the years and it, it would have been like, mate, you know, there should be no reason in the world that you can't pick up a telephone and talk to me. I'd rather hear you for 30 minutes than be there at your eulogy. Mm, yeah, definitely. And so, um, you know, we we formed anything barbecue and more based on that. Um, Boris and I with Mitch and Alex and Chloe, we, we formed the CBC from that. The, the two aren't sort of together, but, you know, we're from anything barbecue and more. We've done things in the past. We've, we've raised money for BioVal. We've raised money for Are You OK? Um, 
you know, and that sort of stuff. So it's it's been this was the logical next step for us because a lot of the charities out there, some are they're, they're usually specific. They're either for youth or they're for men or they're for women. Whereas Kick On is, you know, it, it's they're just a mental health charity. You know, they they you know they're all about music. Like Drew, Drew is uh, a, a in a band. You know, he's a local musician. You know, he, he loves his food as well and, he you know, he loves his social life. So, you know, he's all about trying to get together and do things that, um, you know, that, that sort of just mix things up. So, you know, it, it was the next step for us logically was to try and get a mental health charity on board. Really great work, man. Really good. So my last question before we wrap this up then, yep. it's got to be – a little bit controversial. It's not the most favourite topic in in barbecue, but you're going to be literally on the beach. It's called Beef and Reef. Are you going to do – sorry, Beef on the Reef. Are you going beef to do a seafood category? I'm glad you pointed that out because I've been keeping something up my sleeve for this interview. Oh, an exclusive. I, I, an exclusive. So we've got – Dean and Scott coming up. Dean, you probably know Dean Chewy from uh, Full Metal Kettle. He was also on Dipper's Backyard Barbecue Wars. Yep. And we've got Scott from Dipper's Backyard Barbecue Wars coming up to do a verse off at the Cairns Barbecue Classic, and they're going to be showcasing seafood. Interesting. Yeah. So they're going to be doing a bit of a – and, you know, I'll – um. I'll post a couple of photos up. The boys did a little bit um, did a little bit of, of a photo shoot for me a couple of days ago, just sort of um, just so we could get every peak everybody's interest. Uh, I haven't really announced it, yet, but I was holding out to tonight to to, to let them know. But um, I'll give them a quick shout now. We've got Dean Schumann and we've got Scott Gold. I think I pronounced it right. Or Gould or Gold? He'll probably kill me later for it, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the boys are going to come up and they're going to do a verse off. So they're going to be we'll, – we'll give them a couple of items of, of seafood to uh, to cook up and they'll um, they'll verse each other up on stage and get things going. Very cool. And how about the competitors? We've, um, we've kept it traditional only because we were going to do something exclusive on stage for everybody. But we're, we were sticking with the exclusive, hoping that a lot of the major teams – we go well, right? Well, we're used to doing these sort of five proteins. We'll, you know, we'll, if we come gotcha. to Cairns, it's something we normally do. So, we'll be doing uh, chicken, pork rib, lamb, pork all style, and then it'll be brisket with the five proteins that they'll compete against. Very good. Cool. And and then we'll have the boys show, showcase the reef up on stage. I'm really looking forward to that. That's that that's going to sound amazing. I took a holiday. Oh, I'd be I'd be ten years ago now up to uh, Port Douglas and we went diving on the reef up there, and just yep. the wildlife out there on the reef is just astounding. Oh, it's it's definitely you know it's definitely a tourism mecca, and and we're hoping that this will help put Cairns on the map a little bit more for tourism. But obviously, also know that you know we can hold a barbecue event of this statute up here and. Lonely old Cairns, right up in far north Queensland, where no one, you know, no one sort of ventures to, and and we can show them that we can pull off an event of, of this magnitude, and hopefully put it on the map as an annual event. That it's it's a must-do thing. You you have to come to Cairns to to battle. You know, you have to you know get into barbecue up in Cairns. Sounds very good to me, mate. I love it. So just to recap, it's the uh, Cairns. Beef on the Reef Barbecue Classic. I believe I believe I misspoke at the start of the interview, and I do apologise for that. No, you're right. So it's the Cairns Barbecue Classic, and our, our hashtag, if you want, is the Beef on the Reef. Okay, got it. Yep. So it's yeah. uh, it's a fifty thousand dollar prize pool for competitors already locked in, already confirmed. You've actually yep. managed to outgrow your first venue just on the submissions of interest. Because you've got <laughs> you've got forty five registrations of interest or expressions of interest, and a limit of forty sites, so you've already topped that. So you've got to go find somewhere at like a bigger venue now. 
Mate, this is just We're sounding fine. awesome. It's it's pretty awesome for us. Um, but the pre-registration is being sent out to the 45 teams that inquired. We're, um, we're basically saying, right, well, July, uh, December 1st, we're going to open up the registrations and we'll, we'll hit to 40. And we really honestly wanted to cap it at 40. But if, it, if we get the numbers that I'm thinking we're going to get, we will review it. But ultimately, we'd like to cap it at 40. Well, I just look at that map. That is a pretty killer venue. Definitely. Lots of different tie-ins with the local community there. Looks really good. And it just, it'll make it a little bit harder for us because with 40 teams, we can still have wonderful amusements coming in and doing the rides for the kids because uh, it's a community fun day. We can still do, the the vendors can still set up, the sponsors can still set up their, um, their tents and advertising and that sort of thing. The VIP block party is just the right size. And then obviously the CBC bar and grill where everyone's sort of going to be flocking to and, and sampling some of the, the, the best barbecue food cans as to offer. And we'll have McAllister's there. We've got three teams teaming up to help us do the pop-up bar and grill. So we've got McAllister's Brewery who makes his own brews and does a fantastic job at it. But they're delicious. We've got uh, Aaron from Smoking Steel coming in to, to do one pop-up side. And on the other, we've got Barbecue Brothers setting up for Low and Slow as well. So, you know, there'll be a full, uh, a full, uh, what do they call it, a menu there. And then obviously there'll be plenty of beverages there with McAllister's there as well. But they're going to be appearing as a pop-up venue for us. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. Love the sound of that. So tell everybody where they can track you down on the internet. What? What's your uh, your handle on Facebook, Instagram? Where can people follow you? Right. So uh, we're obviously the cans underscore barbecue underscore classic on Instagram. Um, you can find us on Facebook at uh, cans barbecue classic if you search it. Um, if you get lost, jump on anything barbecue and more. Become a uh, member to the page. Oh, everyone's welcome. Um, you'll see that you'll see half a dozen posts there from the crew on there. Um, otherwise, if you want to jump onto the website. All the W's, cansbarbecueclassic.com.au. Or if you want to know more, email me at info at cansbarbecueclassic.com.au. And just attention it to Evo. Awesome. And when you say Cairns Barbecue Classic, is that BBQ? It is, sorry, BBQ. Cool. Cool. Well, mate, Evo, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks very much for giving me so much of your time on a Friday night. I realise you've probably got to go out and light the town on fire now. So thanks very much for being a part of the show. And I'm really excited about what you're doing. I'm a mouldy oldie, mate. I'll put the kettle on and have a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Ben, for having me on the show, mate. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. And there you have it, family, from the horse's mouth, Evo himself, the promoter behind the Cairns Barbecue Classic coming up in July in 2020. How fascinating does this sound? I reckon this sounds like it's going to be a winner. I think it's going to be a huge draw card for Far North Queensland and I'm really excited to see how it all turns out. As I said at the top of the show, if you're looking for Chris's presents, head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com slash shop. Check out what we got there. And always take care of each other and keep on curing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs>